You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks and Surround Sound. Well, I'll tell you, the smell is good. How about the coffee? That's it. That's it. How about it. the coffee? <laughs> the sound is okay. Just think, if you could learn to drink coffee with us, we could do this in um, IMAX. We could do it IMAX round sound. Yeah, oh, well, that'd be fantastic. Hopefully, yeah. I wouldn't be a slob like you. I know. I know. I just got coffee all over the table. Put my lid down, and the goodness has seeped out. Brother Lehman, stop licking the table. It's free. <laughs> That's Jesus juice. <laughs> That's right. It is sacrilege yeah. to allow it to be spilled. Yeah, you got that right. At, at the cost. Yeah. Don't drink, don't waste a drop. Wow. Welcome back, everybody. It's Wednesday. Yes. We're with Brother Lehman. Still, he's still here. I'm still here and loving it. I think your hair's growing. It probably is. <laughs> I think it's starting to sprout. Yeah, it probably is. If you poured that coffee on your head, you'd have a full head of hair like mine tomorrow. <laughs> I'm starting a new and hair club. Degree burns, hair, hair, hair club for burns. <laughs> oh, welcome back. Good to have you back, everybody. It's Wednesday, yes. and we're going to get you through the middle of this week with some great stuff. Uh, Monday, wow, what a testimony. Amen. What a testimony. Mm-hmm. God's mercy and grace, and you're moving towards getting right with the Lord, establishing a family, getting your wife right. Great, 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 great start. So we know where you're headed, thank God, because you're here. Yes. Um, what do you say to teens who, if they only listen to Monday and not Wednesday and Friday, uh, you know, the idea of, well, you know, see, you may stray, you can go have fun, quote unquote, and come back. What I would say is stop being an idiot if that's what you're going to say. <laughs> and I don't mean, I, I do mean to be blunt at that yeah. point in time, but you cannot guarantee that my Amen. story is going to be your story. That's there are right. plenty that don't turn out that, the way that I did. Why did God choose me? I don't know. Um, he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But by his grace, mm-hmm. I'm here today. So don't ever think Amen. that I can do that Amen. and assume on God. But what I would say is if you want to say something like that, start looking at your relationship with Christ because that's what I was missing. Mm. I did not have a relationship with him. And, and let me say a lot of people in in those days – didn't we didn't we didn't have that Holy Spirit relationship that was that was absent in a lot of a lot of teaching preaching sometimes in fear of you know maybe being recognized as uh, Pentecostal or charismatic so we kind of strayed from that a little bit I think and people looked good but they weren't always good on the inside and that's where you were at very true right yes right. they were doing all of the right things externally without being the right person internally. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was the problem. That's good. Pick up the story. Okay, so you are angry, yeah. you're mad, and you condemn your wife for not being saved. Uh, very much so, <laughs> yes. Um, 
I very angry, very mad, very hot, quick tempered, and and every soul winning uh, lesson has always been yeah. get irate, get furious, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah, it works. Live in sin, <laughs> no, it doesn't. And then ask people, are you saved? Yes. <laughs> I, again, this is one of those like, why did that happen? I can't give you an answer, Holy Spirit. but Amen. by the grace of God, by by just the Spirit of God doing something miraculous, because He knew if He didn't enter in at that point in time, yes, we're splitting and we're done, and Missy's never going to get saved. And the life that He has planned for her to be a testimony of God's Amen. grace is never going to exist. And so He He did. He jumped in miraculously. I'm just going to say it that way. There's a few of those in our lives, and that was the beginning of the journey that we're still on today Amen. in finding the real Jesus and a real relationship with him, a passionate and an intimate and a personal relationship with Christ. And so my wife gets saved that one beautiful day. Uh, and that was amazing. And who led her to Christ? I was able to lead yeah. her to Christ yeah. that night. Yeah. And we began to change. We were living together, but at that point in time, we started to realize we're living in sin. And here's yet again, another problem. Though we're living in sin, we are now trying to find a church. Amazingly, she finds the church because mm -hmm. at this point in time in our lives, I'm working two jobs and I'm going to school. And so I, I didn't have a relationship with her either. I didn't have one with Jesus, but I was full-time job in the morning, part-time job in the evening, school on the weekends. Mm. And so she starts to want to find a church and she Amen. finds one and it's not too far away. And so we go and... Lo and behold, I find out that the pastor that's there was my childhood pastor before wow. before I knew anything. Okay, he he went into evangelism and then came back into the pastorate later in life. Uh, well, so I any of this previous pastor stuff that I yes. had said, he right. would not have been lumped in there. Mm -hmm. Right, good. But he still had some issues, and so we start going to to church there, um, and he finds out we're living together. We're wrong. We're in sin. I'm not arguing with this, but he knows we're going to get married. But his, his advice is you guys need to start living separately instead of, well, let's get you married. It, it would have taken all of a few minutes to go down to yes. the courthouse, get our, get our license and him to perform the marriage and get us right in the eyes of God because we were repentant. We mm -hmm. we did want to do it God's way. Yes. But again, he drove us further away. So yes. we can't grow in the Lord. We can't come to church because we're not married and and we're living together. So we tried to separate. That messed up our two-year-old daughter mm. because daddy, and I'm the only daddy she's ever known, yes. is gone. And I'm no longer living in this safe, comfortable environment. I'm now having to move in with my grandparents and my wife's not my wife yet, but there. And so there's just a lot of problems, but we're trying to change. Yes. We're trying to live right. And ultimately we do get married. I'll just jump forward to mm, there. Sure. We actually, I had wonderful premarital counselors and they showed us love and they showed us Amen. compassion and I was very nervous about getting married. And my premarital counselor looked at me and he's like, what is your problem? Why don't you want to get married? I, 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 exactly. Do you love her? Do you believe she's got, she's God's will for you? You Are you going to 
commit to her for life? Yes. You're going to grow in the Lord? Yes, because we're trying. Yes. Then get married. So we we, get, we bump the date up four months. Makes a whole lot of our family mad because we had already said <laughs> dates and everything else. Again, those crazy stories. But you know what? God mattered more than yes. my family did. Mm-hmm. And they're okay today. You know, they love mm-hmm. us today. They just didn't get to come to our, our wedding. So we get married. And again, we're continuing this journey. Uh, we move from where we were to another city about 45 minutes away and we keep trying to make the trek back to our church so now we're driving 45 minutes Mm. to church and like a lot of people we're starting to slowly fade away too far it was sunday morning it was sunday night it was wednesday night now it's sunday mornings and wednesday nights yes and then soon enough it's sunday mornings and soon enough it's every other sunday Mm. and we and i will give credit more to my wife than me because I'm still working two jobs at this point in time mm-hmm. and still going to school at this point in time. Uh, she is looking for a new church, mm-hmm. one closer. And she finds one in our new town in Brighton, Colorado, and it's Elmwood Baptist Church. It's our home church today. And my pastor is the pastor there, Gary Randall, and he's an amazing man. He's Amen. truly Amen. one of the reasons I am who I am today. Amen. And she finds this church. But here's the problem. Because of my background... I know all the problems that this church used to have. And the previous pastors, not my pastor, but the previous pastors were similar. There were church splits and some of the most evil church splits you've ever had. Yes. Um, and and so I'm like, we are not going to that church. And praise the Lord. She's like, well, that's their great church. And so I come and I find out, oh, it's not the same pastor. And, mm. and, and my pastor is preaching similar styles of messages that I heard previously. But in this case, he's got a smile on his face as he's ripping you up one side and down the other because he's letting the Holy Spirit of God do the ripping. Amen. And not himself. Right. And I realize there's a difference. And God begins to knit our hearts together. Um, And we start to fall in love with Jesus, uh, my wife more than me. And she's growing by leaps and bounds. And maybe if this is chapter, that was chapter four, this is now chapter five, but <laughs> in our lives. And my pastor comes to my wife, who is now my wife. We're married and we're loving life and we now have another child. And he says, I would love to offer you a job teaching in our Christian school as the four-year-old kindergarten teacher. Wow. Um, you know, would you be willing to take that? Now, keep in mind, she's relatively a young Christian. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know much of the Bible. She would still have been flipping through the Bible saying, okay, where's that book found? Mm-hmm. But she loves Jesus Amen. and she's growing and she wants Amen. to know more. And my pastor takes a chance on her, but is the right chance. And all of a sudden I start to see my wife change. And I'm still like carnal Christian. We'll put it that way. Nominal Christian if I want to be nice to myself. Uh, we're not living a wicked lifestyle, but... Yeah, you know, I'm still self-centered. Yes. And I, but I noticed something about my wife and man, she's changing. Mm. And soon enough, I'm going, I want what you have. (laughs) What is it? And it was just, she found Jesus and not salvation. 
a relationship. And she mm-hmm. turned to you and said, are you sanctified? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. No, she didn't. But, but here's the amazing part. She did by the way she was living. And uh, neither of us were living in sin. And mm-hmm. I was still an angry person. I, I was because God was going to have to work that root of out of me. And it was deep down in there. Bitterness. But we are going to church more now. And we're even serving in a master club's program mm-hmm. and and we're doing things, but I'm still just not fully there. But God is working so powerfully at, in her. At that point, what are you angry at? Why are you angry? I'm not angry at anything other than I just am angry instant, quick to okay. anger. So oh, okay. I may have been okay, but if something doesn't go the way that I need it to go, I'm instant hot. Okay. Hmm. So it's a different type of anger, but I'm yeah. just, you know, instead of being you don't have the peace slow to wrath, right. instead of being slow to wrath, I am hot to wrath, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, and so I'm, it's, it's a character flaw in me that God is going to have to work out and praise the Lord he has. But there were times I'd punch a garage, um, just out of anger, out of, out of just frustration. And it was, it was wrong, but in part, it's how I learned to lead. Mm. Uh, because my dad was non-existent in our lives growing up. He was there, but he wasn't. He was a drunk mm-hmm. um, and and such. So, But she's growing, and I'm loving seeing this change in her. Um, and the old, truly, she is exactly, the old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. And And I want that change. And I'm asking her, what is it in you? And she's just, it's Jesus. Because... She's having to dig into the Bible, not just to read it, check it off a list, like so many people do, yes. but to find out who Jesus is because she's having to be... And to teach about Jesus. Yes. Yeah. And and be a light for Jesus or mm-hmm. be the body of Christ for people to see. And these little four-year-olds are, are eating it up. Mm-hmm. And, and so she's growing by leaps and bounds. And, and God is beginning to work on me. And soon enough, I'm wanting to get rid of two jobs in college. Um, And that finally happens where now I can go to church more. Because for a while, I'm going Sunday mornings, working Sunday nights, Mm. going Wednesday nights. But because I'm working Sunday, I can't. And I'm not growing Mm -hmm. as much because I'm not a part of the body as I need to be. I'm not being fed the word of God by the pastor as the church gathers together. And I am. I am forsaking the assembly because I've specifically chosen something over coming to church Mm -hmm. that I did have control over. And, and so I finally make the decision. I need to quit this, this other job I do. And, and God is blessing and God is working. And so I'm starting to grow. And then, and I, I didn't say this previous, but as a child, I'm saved. I went to camp and I surrendered to the Lord, Lord, whatever you want me to do, mm. I will do. Mm. So I love junior camp. I was a young kid Amen. when that happened. But that was a thought I never once thought of again mm-hmm. in my rebel days. But soon enough, as an adult now with children now, mm. uh, and in fact, we just had our second child. So I was three, right? My wife and mm-hmm. I have two together. And then, of course, our oldest is, again, I'm she's mine. Yes. Not, no yes. issues about it. Um, but So we now have three children. And God is saying, hey, back when you were nine, 10 years old, you gave me something, calling it in. 
And I'm growing enough now for that to happen, uh, though I'm still angry, though I've still got that problem in me. But I asked my pastor, and, and I said, how do you know when God is calling you into the ministry? And he just laughs. He goes, about the time you start asking that question. Yeah. Yes. And there were, every church service I went to, if there was a missionary or an evangelist, I was bawling my eyes out. Amen. And though I'm angry emotional, I am not tearful emotional. Yes. Um, but that's that's what's happening. And if pastor preaches on sanctification or surrender or yielding, bawling my eyes out. Yes. And But I love my job. And we won't go into all the details, but I was a publican. And at simplest terms, I was. I was a tax collector, and I worked for the state of Colorado in the Department of Revenue, and I hunted people down, and I made them pay. And and I loved my job. It was so much fun. <laughs> love to argue with people. Where do you sign up for something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got, you got good training in those other I, <laughs> IBF churches. You can see why you're a good pastor now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so I I look, and I'm I, I don't I don't quit my job. Right, because I'm going to start down a journey of I finished my bachelor's degree. It took me eight years to get my bachelor's instead of four because I'm a I'm a dad. I'm working yes, two jobs, yes. going to college as well. So there's a lot more going on there. But I finally finished my ba- my bachelor's degree from a secular college. I now have an associate's. I now have a bachelor's. And God says, "Hey, your journey, the journey you're on, I'm going to take you. And we're going to go up another level." And I start to go not go to Bible college, but allow Bible college to come to me through online and correspondence mm-hmm. uh, all the while I'm growing in my church. Um, and I've surrendered a ministry and now the church is watching me. Yes. Um, and I become a deacon in the church, which was great. I'm not a pastor yet. I'm not in the ministry yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just a faithful layman. I'm out soul winning. I'm out. But problem is I'm still angry, but I'm out doing the things of the Lord. Layman the faithful layman. <laughs> and and God is growing us, and I'm taking over children's ministries, and my pastor is proving me, and a very wise man. He goes, you know, he, I, I'm not licensed, I'm not ordained, mm-hmm. anything like that, but he's just proving me. All right, Josh, this is the journey that you're on. Let's see if you can handle real ministry. Yes. And I'm taking over our children's ministry, and I'm working in other things, and I'm trying to help out with the bus ministry and, and doing and just serving the Lord in the church, working in master clubs as well on Wednesday nights. And, and life is going well for us, um, but God's not done yet mm-hmm. because I'm still not into the ministry. I'm still not a pastor, and in part because I still have a serious problem with anger because that's all that I ever knew. And God's got to root that out of me. And how he does that is going to be really part three mm-hmm. uh, for us, if you'll allow me to come back on Friday. Well, oh, yes. Well, we're kind of running short on time. I don't know. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. You guys just have to figure out your own roadmap to his life. Absolutely. We'll bring it back on Friday for sure. Wow. All right, so the wow. uh, excuse that's given many times is uh, one service is fine. You know, the New Testament, they only had one service. So what's, what is your response now to something like that? My response now is we can't get enough Bible and gathering together. Amen. Uh, we need more of it. Amen. Whether it's a traditional preaching service like we have, especially Sunday mornings mm-hmm. or Sunday nights, or it's gathering together for a spirit-led, pastor-led or leader-led Bible study. Yes. Not opinion Bible study. What do you yes. think the Bible says here? Yes. Or what do you think it means? No. Yes. But but feasting on the Word of God, I would say we can't get enough of that. 
And I recognized because I wasn't going to church as often as I should have been, Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, even if it was Tuesday night, whatever, Thursday mm-hmm. night as well, Friday night, I was not growing as much. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the major differences. My wife was growing because not only was she actively daily spending time with God, but she was willingly going to church and be in feasting when the man of God would preach the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit of God to change her life around. And so she was growing faster than I was because I was purposefully choosing, neglecting, forsaking, a meal. Let me close with this question. What what was missing in your life in that span that we've had on Monday and now Wednesday? What was missing in that span of life that you desperately wish you'd had now knowing the story? A passionate relationship with Jesus. Amen. Monday, I focused on the negativity, the rebel, mm-hmm. the rebel part. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had a relationship, but you would have never known. Hmm. And somebody could have pointed out First John and said, listen, you say you have fellowship with him and walk in darkness. You're a liar. And someone easily could have questioned my salvation, though I knew I was saved because God's spirit was bearing witness with my spirit. But nobody would have known. And they could have pointed scriptures to tell me maybe I wasn't. But I had no relationship really other than the... <laughs> hung by Jesus alone because he's not going to leave me nor forsake me. Yes, right. It wasn't me trying to keep the relationship. He just wasn't going to let me go. Today, I had a relationship, but it wasn't passionate. I didn't focus on it. So in some respects, I may not have been as carnal, but I was still carnal mm. because I was still living without the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. Mm. Wow, that's good. And so that would be what... And I, missing. I would say that we have a large percentage of church members and goers today that are right there. Yes. Man, they're good people. They, they do love the Lord, but there's not that passion. There's not that drive to, I just got to know. I just got to serve. I just got to give. We don't have that. And and you're right. That's Man, if you're a preacher listening today, whoo, I think you just hit a nail on the head right there. That was awesome. I like that. Amen. Well, I'm Al Stone. I'm loving this. I love hearing people's testimonies. And yes. and I think you are you're helping bridge a gap here. I, I think there there's a lot of people growing up like we've grown up who have struggled with some of these things but never known really how to confront and deal with and move on from. You can you can move on from just about anything in life. Everything in life with Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ. But that's the key. And I think we're seeing as we go more and more if I could say this before we close, no. I was raised. No, in, you no, can't. No, sorry, no, twenty minutes. No, sorry. I was raised <laughs> in an independent fundamental Baptist church that was not doing things the Bible way. They were yeah. being carnally led. I did not need to quit being an independent fundamental Good. Baptist. Amen. Amen. Because I still am an independent fundamental Baptist. I did not need to throw the baby out with the bathwater just Mm -hmm. because there were some people Mm -hmm. that were not doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. The doctrine was right. The practice was wrong. Mm. And I just needed to bridge the two together. Amen. And and I will die, Mm -hmm. Lord willing, please let me have that, an independent fundamental Baptist because I believe it's right Mm -hmm. according to the word of God. Mm -hmm. But now I learn it's about a relationship Mm -hmm. as well as the rules that require mm-hmm. that relationship to remain strong. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So awesome. don't don't pull away no. because maybe that you're going, yeah, that's me in my life. Don't pull away. Mm. Don't go to some other style of worship because you think they've got it right. You're going to find it's lacking as well. Mm. 
And so we, I think we, we can bridge it according to the Bible, and let's just get back to the Bible. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. we've had that discussion a lot. Yep. That's why I don't like to be called fundamental because of the connotation yep. it has among our churches. You know, I like just saying I'm a biblical Baptist, you know, that's independent I, biblical Baptist. That's where when I speak of you, I, I say that you're funny and you're mental. <laughs> <laughs> and that pretty much sums it up right there. He puts the fun back in mental. <laughs> Something like that. I'm Al Stone. This is uh, Mount Vernon, Ohio. It's beautiful here. Yes, and this it is a is. great church being led by a pastor who's learned some lessons like we all Amen. do and all have. Amen, brother. And uh, I see the balance. I see the balance here, and I sense it in your folks. And there's a love here, and there's a desire here to do some great things, and I'm glad for that. I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven, and I appreciate Brother Layman so very much. It is so good to have a kind and a considerate and a compassionate pastor that we're we're on. It. We've been I've been missing that and yearning oh, for that for so long on oh, Tim Talk. So brother. thank you for thank. I'll you. be quiet. Time's up. Let's go. Move on. <laughs> and this is Joshua Layman. I'm stopping right there. <laughs> Help us. We have an angry spirit amongst us. <laughs> <laughs> who can't who can't control it? This is Tim Docks. We'll be back on Friday. Make sure you tune in to get the rest of the story, as our good friend Paul Harvey would say. This is the Tim Docks. Our good friend. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was tight with him. I was tight with him. Me and Paul, we go way back. Maybe Harvey. Well, I've, I've known some of them too. Rabbit, but... I've known. No, I've known some Harveys too. This is Tim Docks. We'll see you on Friday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.